The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. What does Paul mean in Romans chapter 10 when he says, Call upon the name of the Lord. Is this about eternal salvation? Or is it a phrase for those who already have eternal salvation? This is Grace in Focus, and I hope you'll stay with us for the next few minutes as Catherine Wright and Ken Yates continue their study in the book of Romans in Romans chapter 10. Hello, friend. As mentioned, this is Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society, and we are glad that you are with us today. If you want to know more about the Grace Evangelical Society, please look us up at faithalone.org. There you will see our mission statement, find out about many articles that we have written, see our blogs and our videos, and the many products of free grace orientation. That's faithalone.org. Now let's get to our discussion for the day with Catherine Wright and Ken Yates. Welcome to another episode of Grace and Focus. I'm Ken Yates, and I'm here with... (laughs) Catherine Wright. And we're in sunny South Carolina, and we are continuing our study in the book of Romans. And if you've been following us, you know we are in Romans chapter 10, mm. which is... Uh, I feel like we need like the, the music from Jaws, right? You know, I'm told that that music was set to a normal heartbeat, and they would speed it up so the people in the audience... It would cause their heart. Really? That's what I, like I don't know. Psychological. If that's, I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. But that's what I was heard. That's I heard, heard that the actress that uh, was like the first attacked victim, she didn't know that they were going to pull her under. So when she screams, those were legitimate screams. Oh wow! I know. Wow. Random facts. Well, there you go. That has nothing to do with Romans no, chapter. None of that has anything to do with Romans chapter ten. <laughs> it really doesn't. But here you go. Oh, yeah. But Romans chapter ten is a chapter that is often used as an evangelistic yeah. thing, and we're going to get into some of those issues. We already did in the last episode, but mm-hmm. going to continue. We're in Romans chapter ten, verse eleven, and in Romans chapter ten, verse eleven, Paul says, "For the Scripture says." Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. And you can imagine how people take that. And, you know, this is saying if you believe on him, you'll go to heaven. Mm -hmm. You you won't be ashamed. You won't be cast into hell. Mm -hmm. But we know that this comes from an Isaiah chapter 28, uh, verse 16, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not the context there. Uh, Paul is talking about the fact that most of the Jewish people in Paul's day had not believed in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So what about those who did? What about those who had believed in him? What we might call the remnant, for example. Mm -hmm. What Paul is saying there is that the one who has believed on him, and he's about to say in the next verse, can call upon him. Let him not be ashamed and uh, uh, Dan Wallace, in his um, uh, grammar book, Beyond the Basics, uh, he talks about the use of the phrase here, uh, uh, will not be ashamed, is more like a command. Mm. Let him not be ashamed. And that's what Paul means. The one who has believed in him, even though the majority of the nation has rejected him and does not believe him. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed of him. And Zane in his commentary has a great discussion about this, that what he's talking about is publicly confess him, publicly call upon him. And he's about to say that in the next verse, calling upon the name of the Lord. 
Um, and so the nation of Israel has stumbled against Christ. And Which Isaac, fits the context. You know, exactly. If you've been following our series, you know, chapter 9, there's a shift in the book of Romans. And Paul starts addressing the nation of Israel as a unit, right? As a, right. As a group. And so he's he's addressing them. Also, you, you said Zane, but I think it should be important. Zane Hodges has a commentary that... We've mentioned a few times in this series on the book of Romans, which is available at faithalone.org. If you're interested, it's a great resource for this. But um, I also, going back to what you were saying about the idea of shame. So then typically people are going to take that as you go to hell. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the way most people are taking these verses. Right. Whereas what we're arguing is this is more to do with are you ashamed of your savior? And That's you right. shouldn't be. And you're a believer. You're a believer and you shouldn't be ashamed, which is is possible. Believers can be ashamed to be public about their faith or to call upon him, something along those lines. Exactly. Yeah. And like in John 12, many yeah. of the Pharisees believed in him, but they were not willing uh, to, confess to confess him. him. Yeah. And what Paul is saying is that the one who confesses him, that calls upon him, uh, let him not be ashamed of that. Let it, him do that. So we want to make a distinction that you can be a believer, but not publicly confess the Lord. And you're still saved. You would have, you still have eternal life because eternal life is a gift freely given to those who believe in Jesus for it. But that we also should confess him publicly and call upon him. Right. Let him not be ashamed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And. Again, someone like Dan Wallace, who's not a free grace guy, you know, he he takes that uh, to basically mean it in this Greek construction as well. Mm -hmm. And so this is not a a call to not be ashamed of him and go to hell because you're not willing to call upon mm -hmm. him or you're not willing to confess him or some would say you're not willing to confess your sins. I don't know how they bring that into the into <laughs> sure. this, these these yeah. verses, but they do. They do. And Zane has a great discussion on this as well, that, that it is believers who call upon the Lord. It is believers mm -hmm. that are not to be ashamed of him. And we see that throughout the New Testament. For right. example, uh, you know, we have first Corinthians one verse two, where we're told that the, the believers there at Corinth call upon the name of the Lord Acts 7 as well, when Stephen is martyred, we're told that he calls upon the name of the Lord. Um, so it's it's believers who who call upon him. Yeah, what we would say very simply is what Paul is saying is, if you are a believer, don't be ashamed. Mm -hmm. You know, meet with other believers. Be public. Be mm -hmm. vocal about your faith. Now, obviously, that doesn't save you. That doesn't save you from hell, mm -hmm. but it does, in the context of the book of Romans, deliver you from wrath, mm -hmm. and wrath is not hell either. Yeah, I, I just think, too, about, you know, you mentioned John 12 with the Jews who come to faith. Again, that emphasis on the context is addressing Jewish people, so that as a Jew who comes to faith in Jesus, how difficult it would have been for him to be public about that faith and how shameful it would have been, especially the doctrine of the cross and his death and and that the Messiah wasn't what they had originally envisioned, which would, would have been this great warrior. Instead, he came as a suffering servant. Those things would have been very 
very shameful within the Jewish culture. And so to, to remind them, no, don't be ashamed, but be prideful. And even right. going, going back to Paul saying, I'm not ashamed Bingo. Of, right. of the gospel there. And that's the way the Romans beginning. starts off. Yeah. Right. And the theme statement, I'm not ashamed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to proclaim it. This, And it's that deliverance from God's wrath. temporal wrath. Uh-huh. Exactly. And for example, in the gospel of John, we have Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus yeah. who are secret believers. Mm-hmm. They're not willing, at least earlier, they're not willing to confess him. Or as Paul says in the next verse, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed. Meet with other believers. Be vocal. Call upon the name of the Lord. And as you were saying, Catherine, First uh, Corinthians 1, 2, it is believers who call upon the name of the Lord. And Paul now says it's true for both Jews and Gentiles, anybody, anybody who's not ashamed, anybody that has believed in him can call upon him. And he is richly going to respond mm-hmm. uh, in, in whatever. And obviously what we see here is that calling upon him, I guarantee you, 99% of our listeners have heard that mean, well, you call upon him to be saved from hell. Well, he does use the word saved in verse 13. Right. So that's kind of confusing. So what does it mean to be saved here? Right. As we've said all throughout the book of Romans, the word salvation is used in Romans to mean salvation from wrath, salvation from what we might call the consequences of sin. Mm -hmm. God is able to deliver us. And if we go back to Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8, we have the uh, walking by the spirit. You will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Uh, you will be sons of God, mm-hmm. which are mature sons of God. And so Paul in these verses is talking about the fact that those who have believed in him are to call upon him. It reminds me of the Psalms too, when David would call upon the Lord to deliver him from his enemies and you know, Saul and all that stuff too, right? Like, Hey, I I need help here. So as a believer, we call upon the one who can save us from these things, not just from the lake of fire, but also from the consequences of sin. Yes. And we don't call upon him to save us from the lake of fire. We believe in him for Mm -hmm. that, but it's interesting too, this calling as Zane. And I think, um, Dan Wallace and his grammar would say too, it's not a one-time deal. You're right. You know, David didn't just do it one time. Exactly. Yeah. And we're not to, mm-hmm. if we are right and we are about this, <laughs> about, about this is doing something that we do as a body of believers, mm-hmm. uh, then, then it's something that we do, uh, many, many times, or we should do mm-hmm. at many, many times we meet with believers. We call him Lord. He is our Lord, and he is able to deliver us. And so what Paul is saying is that if you are a believer who is vocal and uh, not ashamed Mm -hmm. of your faith in him, then you call upon him and he's going to deliver you from this wrath. uh, If that's the kind of believer you are, right? Yeah. And so... 
probably the most important thing is don't take this as evangelistic. Right. Uh, and, and you'll hear it all the time. Call upon the Lord in order to be saved from hell. Mm-hmm. And they use Romans chapter 10. Yeah. And can I just piggyback real quickly on that? This distinction that you're making about this is an ongoing thing. I think the reason we want to emphasize that is when you compare that to salvation, salvation is a one-time act. You believe you were born again. You don't continuously get born again over and over and over and over again. That's a one-time event. You think of the woman at the well, you drink of this, you will never thirst again. It's a one drink transaction, if you will. Um, Whereas calling upon the Lord is a discipleship issue. This is something that we do hopefully you know, over and over and over again in our walk with the Lord. And we do it with other believers. And we do it with other believers. Well, we hope that's been helpful. And uh, we will continue our study in the book of Romans. But in the meantime, keep Keep grace grace in focus. Did you miss an episode of Grace in Focus that you really wanted to hear? Just come to faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We have all our past episodes right there on the site. So come visit us at faithalone.org. Our team is really great about answering questions, comments, and feedback. If you've got some, we hope to hear from you. Let me give you our email address so you can do just that. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next episode, we continue with today's discussion about calling upon the name of the Lord. The nation of Israel needs deliverance, and that is going to happen. Join us next time, and until then, let's keep grace in focus. The preceding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.